Hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Riley? You want to start a podcast? Uh, yeah, sure. What should it be about? So, <laughs> I'm going to start with this, so that way I can shut you down immediately. This is from our good friend, uh, Michael Clamorous, <laughs> at Michael Clamorous with a K on Twitter. Okay, uh, who this is says, not the tweet I was afraid of you starting with. <laughs> a show where each host brings the weirdest and most obscure video game lore fact they can find, and they get discussed. <laughs> if so did you, you know, say the word Fortnite right now, I'm hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> okay if you implied is, fortnite too or a popular is, battle royale <laughs> a popular cartoonish battle royale uh, made by epic games that is currently fighting for our civil liberties as gamers it's out there on the fields of gamer battle <laughs> um okay so we just Tell each other obscure lore facts. Yeah, just like little little obscure lore facts, and like I think like this starts with like the big easy thing, where like I'm I go, do you know that Kingdom Hearts sixty dollars rhythm game takes place in Kyrie's brain? And do we like, know that for sure? Don't we? Because we've I only feel seen like, six playable characters so far, and none of them have been Kyrie. I don't think. Here's the thing. I think that Kyrie. From what I understand, it's Kyrie's brain, and she's just imagining these other people. So so Kingdom Hearts is like, yeah, we'll finally give you a Kyrie game. She's the setting. Uh Uh-huh. This is is Riku and Sora, Kyrie's inside story. I think that's what it is. I hate Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Let me hit you with a real obscure... Obscure game fact. Um, so, do you know anything about Dragon Age? I don't, actually. I, I know jack and shit about it. Okay, so uh, the fun fact about it is that the um, the setting of Dragon Age is a land called Thetis. T-H-E-D-A-S, right? Okay. Um, and the way that they arrived at this name for their their setting is that they were like well we need a placeholder uh while we write out lore and stuff like that eventually we'll get there so we'll you know we'll just use a placeholder for now and come around to it later um so let's just put in whatever uh we'll put in the dragon age setting t-h-e-d-a-s uh good we'll put that in all caps uh where it goes and it'll be um good to go whenever we find out where we want it to go later and then as the writers are writing the game they're just like you know, Theta sounds kind of good. <laughs> I'm kind of used to Thetis. That's why you never do a placeholder that you wouldn't be comfortable keeping. Exactly. If you ever placeholder a character named Mike, I gotta tell you, his name is gonna be Mike in the end yep. result. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> the only time I have changed a placeholder name in my life is Interstitial was originally the game that never was, and I decided against that because that was just too long. Interstitial's a way better name. <laughs> it really fucking is. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Stormer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we could do game lore. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of game lore podcasts, though. There probably is. Uh, so let me, let me hit you with something. I think we need to go a little more personal. Okay. <laughs> um, this one comes from our friend, speaking of the devil, Jeff Stormer, 
a season-long nonfiction podcast in which Andrew and Riley prepare physically and emotionally for the very real duel at dawn they have to have against one another in the season finale. Mm-hmm. So this is like we will be meeting on the field of honor at dawn. Like we are fighting. Um, yes. I guess my first question is: Are we? Uh, is this a dawn specifically, or is this just the next dawn? Is this Friday morning? We're meeting each other midway between Chicago and, and Wisconsin. So no, nope, Michigan. Think that, <laughs> I think. Don't don't dox me. Um, I think that we're going to. I think that what we're going to do is that we will. Um, We'll start the podcast now, knowing that if the podcast ever ends, one of us does have to kill each other in the final episode. Mm. Well, that was already the deal we made, so that works out great. Yeah, but the um, audience doesn't know that yet. So now uh, we're planning that duel. So we don't have to set a date yet. And frankly, I don't want to. I don't like putting end dates on things. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll happen when it has to happen. Um, but I think that like episode one will be like weapon choice. Yeah, what's your weapon choice? So... I don't want to do guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. But Are you picking for both of like... us? I thought no, you were picking, uh, yeah, no, picking pick for, for yourself. Both of us. No, no. Pick for yourself. Oh, well, it's I'll a pick... duel. We have to be even. <laughs> I'm playing to win. <laughs> Fine, the guns it is. Bring it. <laughs> well, I'm not even. I'm not. Br- Listen, I'm not. I'm not bringing a firearm into this. That's the thing. Now you look cowardly because you have. Look at you. You have a. You thought I'd bring a gun. Mm, yeah, but I'll have a. Everyone, look I'll at this coward. Duel. I'll win the duel and have all the Patreon money. I don't care. Oh, good. You won the duel against a guy with a nightstick. <laughs> look at you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so here's the deal. The stakes of the duel is that whoever wins, we set up a Patreon in episode one. Uh, and, and then that's whoever the wins, get, that's exactly, exactly. So we want to keep this going as long as possible. But both because, A, there's more money in it if we go extra months. But uh-huh. B, because I don't want to kill my good friend Riley. So, um, <laughs> but like every episode, it's kind of like, okay, we're getting to the point that I could kill Riley for this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dead man's pool. But the, the real question is, when is that number big enough that we're going to start doing? Like, all right, we got to do something about this. What if, what if. Uh-huh. What if it's not a duel at dawn? It's literally just until the other one shows up at a doorstep and says, get your mic and a weapon. <laughs> I've decided this is enough money. Well, I like the kind of like theatrics of then you like you show up my door and go 6 a.m. And I go, okay. Like we like it has to we have that last day to get our affairs in order, right? Yeah, we need to do a second to last episode and do tweets and like promotion uh-huh. and SEO and all that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so you show up with with like a fucking pistol. I show up with a warhammer, and um, you look like a coward. And just you make a it box a full of miniatures that you just chuck at me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, look at all these BattleTech miniatures, and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> is that a mad cat? Ooh, <laughs> I. Love this idea because then this podcast then follows us as we separate. We we both send out like I probably individual audio logs of every two hours, where it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, so I've been I've been training up, kind of working on my my swings, my my stance, and I think I think I'm pretty good. Um, it's just you know it's 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 stressful to kind of think about how I have to. I'm going I I'm going to 
destroy Andrew tomorrow. <laughs> but, you know, I gotta do it. Alright, see you in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you've liked our prepping for the duel, please um, check out our website. We built it through Squarespace. Through it, you can use interactive (laughs) tools to track which one of us is winning at any given time. When I'm not preparing to murder my good friend, Andrew, what I am doing is sleeping. Let me talk to you about Casper (laughs) Mattress. You know, when Andrew's on the prowl, I know that I need to sleep with one eye open. But Casper lets me sleep at the same level of comfort. (laughs) My friend, uh, occasional... L, uh, my friend Constellation on Twitter, says podcast. And that's P-O-G. I don't know what that is. P-O-G podcast. Okay, here's the thing. Here, Here's the weird age that I am, and I assume that you are too. Uh-huh. I am too young to know what pogs are from living in the 90s. Uh-huh. But I'm also too old to understand what pog is in relation to Twitch chat. Okay, so I am in a... <laughs> Because I know I'm, Poggers is like the dude that's like, Hoo! like that's the kind of the sound I associate with the face. That's the fake British thing that people say that infuriates me. Pogs are I don't like think it's milk British, caps. isn't it? British? I don't think isn't it, it like is. A, it's just a dude it like being an, like, oh, ho, ho, ho. like look at this over here, fucking Poggers. It's good. Milk caps is a game among children. I'm very certain that Pog. <laughs> God, I hate that I've clicked Poggers. That's not thinking. When something okay, this, cool, exciting happens, this is our this is this is our new podcast. It's a deep dive podcast where I come in with a deep history of the Twitch emote Poggers, and you come in with the deep history of the cultural event that was Pogs in the nineties. Yeah, I just I'm going through now the dictionary uh, for a different explanations of the word poggers i'm just gonna read some off here when your wife's boyfriend lets you sleep past 8 p.m uh (laughs) a twitch emote that may only be seen if you have better twitch tv installed it is used in place of pog champ as an expression of extreme excitement or hype when impressive that's what i thought yeah i thought it's just like a thing that like a uh that like American folks say that like in like a British uh a British voice. You know what I mean? Like I always imagine like a like somebody from the Midwest doing their best English accent and saying poggers. That's the tone I've always heard it in in my brain. What's that sound like? I'm not doing it. <laughs> I hate <laughs> you don't understand how much I hate like that phrase it like it deals psychic damage to me <laughs> perfect then when i show up at your doorstep i'm just gonna go fucking poggers <laughs> and i will stab <laughs> you there <laughs> uh, oh. all right i have another uh, another suggestion here mm-hmm. uh this one came in from skelly who says a video game podcast a video game podcast where they only talk about the big mini game within the main game, like Chow Gardens, Triple Triad, Pizak, etc. This is great because now I can talk about Chow Gardens. Hey, Andrew, do you know they I've have activated Riley's secret yep. agent sleeper code? It's my fucking trap card. Do you know there's an extended Chow Garden mod that's out for Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on PC? 
I did know that. You've told me this multiple times. Uh-huh, because it's just very nice. It's very. They add a lot of more uh, expressiveness to the chows. They change up how much you have to grind. They add more animals. They add uh, more, more paths for them to grow. Um, it's truly the greatest thing I've ever seen. It makes me so happy. For those of you that Do you know don't that- know... Do you oh, know that n- The Witcher 3 introduced a game mode called Gwent in which The Witcher can take time away from dealing damage to demons and say, like, do you want to play a really bad card game? But apparently <laughs> people liked the really bad card game enough that they were like, what if we just made the actual game Gwent and released it? I'm sure that's going to be an esports hit. And then, Riley, I tell you what, it wasn't. <laughs> they really do it in hopes that there would be esports? They sure did. <laughs> Riley, every advancement in gaming in the past 10 years has been, what if we could turn this into an... It's either, what if we could make this but Destiny, or what if we could do this but eSport? The wild thing about that... Hi, what's up? We're taking... The the, the mini game inside the gaming industry is eSports. Okay, here we go. This, it's ridiculous, because I feel like Destiny and eSports don't make a lot of money. <laughs> I feel like that's if I like started my... Like started like started a a a a restaurant, and I was like, I hope that one day, I can uh, I I can like sell concessions at a at a at a at a arena or something. You know what I mean? Like so the the esport thing is that if if we want to get real with this, the esport thing is that as an additional side bit of revenue, I don't just make Overwatch now. I make Overwatch. I also bring in money through selling skins and shit like that, like mm-hmm. from Overwatch in the game. Um, but in addition to that, uh, I can also sell ads to people that make computer parts and computer chairs. You and they will pay anyway. a shitload of they will pay a shitload of money because like a like a processor is like oh you don't need this to play Overwatch but like. We all know that winning and losing is done in a matter of milliseconds. Mm-hmm. So we can advertise this to your crew now. Um, and the markup on these, these things are so expensive that like our ads, we can justify spending a lot of money on them. That's my that that's my understanding of the market and why you'd want to go eSport. Otherwise, you go games as a service in which people are going to keep buying skins and stuff and keep playing your game and paying for expansions and shit like that long after it came out. But has anybody done that other than Overwatch and Destiny? I don't think it's ever been done. It's never been done on that same level, but it brings in more money than just selling a single player experience. Like Control will never make as much money as Destiny. That's a goddamn crime. And it's not just on like player bases. That's on just it is on player bases, but it's also on just like the 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 model i i have to build out like destiny expansions i don't have to build out destiny destiny 2 is a bad example because they did make a destiny 2 but like uh-huh. that's where you uh-huh. want your games as a service model to go this one's from my friend sarah mccostumes told yeah, this got sad of- i apologize <laughs> told from the point a podcast told from the point of view of craig themselves for those of you that are not podcast insiders, uh, Craig is a little bear um, that uh-huh. joins our Discord server and says, now recording. And then it uh, records us talking. And then I, n- <laughs> the real experience, uh, Craig does this, and then I forget about Craig 
And then I leave the call and then Craig says, did you forget about me? And I go, yeah, sorry, Craig. And then I let him out and escape him from this prison. Um, and then I never download the file that he downloaded for me. Yeah, and then it dies two weeks later. Yeah, exactly. See, but for, for me, it backs up to my Google Drive. So every time I podcast, I have this thing. My Google Drive is just automatically export. It's automatically exported there. So I just have a ton of multi-tracks I never fuck with. And so, Craig, I think the podcast starts with now recording. And then it's just kind of Craig voice. Like, we don't hear you and I talking, which this is very funny because actually Craig doesn't join this call. We don't use Craig. but Yeah, we're too good for Craig. We're too good for Craig. We're but professionals. Like, the, the voice if our episode like, fails, y'all just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Craig is like, oh, oh, that was a funny joke that Andrew said. <laughs> oh, Riley's letting that one go a bit long. No, no, it's come back around again. Oh, they logged out. I they're probably just taking a quick bio break. Oh, Andrew said that he was gonna edit that out. I'm sure he'll do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna wait here. They're gonna they'll come back. They're uh they'll be back any second now. Probably just five minutes. Just gonna keep recording though, so that way when they come back, they're not uh they don't miss anything. <laughs> I know they really want this silence. Hello? <laughs> Anybody? Are Do you, you have another there? idea? <laughs> Jeff Stormer's trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the podcast idea? Because I'm, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, that, that isn't where I was going with this. Um, but yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Stormer's trying to kill me. Unrelated. How do I defend myself? Um, no, they sent in a, They sent in something um, that is truly heinous. It is a Wait, podcast. One more second. Sorry. You're wa- it's, it's night. You're walking through the woods and your phone is dead. They're out of the corner of your eyes. You spot him. Jeff Stormer. He <laughs> <laughs> goes down on all fours in a sprint. He's gaining on you. It's time for a party of zero. And I'll be like, well, when this is done, it'll be a party of one, because there's still one person here, right? And and be like, eat Look, you. I have the title of the show. It's what it is, all right? <laughs> all right. Sorry. You continue, please. They wrote in, and they said, a podcast where you rank every non-speaking role in Star Wars that ultimately became a named character in the extended universe, such as Will Rowe, ice cream maker guy from Bespin, Hood, based mm-hmm. solely on how extra their backstory is. Mm-hmm. You know how so, uh, Fortnite is going to murder you? Uh-huh. This is going to kill me. Can I talk to you about Nick Sant, who is a uh, originally yeah. was just an old man with a beard on Endor, um, but has <laughs> since been... Um, this is our number one for back background characters that have been given a uh, backstory. It turns okay. out that that's actually Rex, one of the clone troopers from the Clone Wars. Um, we see him in Nick Sant's outfit. I'm going to send you a picture to show you how much they look alike in one of the late seasons of Rebels. But yeah, they are, they together, they, they, they have been, they're the same person, which is really exciting. There's also in The Force Awakens, this one's around mid-tier because really all they have is a fun name, is Elo Asti because J.J. Abrams loved the Beastie Boys. And so there is, I think, three different characters named after Beastie Boys albums. Oh, weird. I think Andrew left. Let me see if I can go get him. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. 
<laughs> yeah, right, Riley. I, 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 I have to admit this to you. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like Star Wars. I, I don't quite follow. Uh, you know Star Wars. Yeah, the thing that you love that consumes uh like seventy five percent of your brain. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't care much for it. I don't understand. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> That's okay, buddy. That's okay. Do you have a different <laughs> podcast we can talk about? That's fine, champ. <laughs> Another Jeff Stormer one. Sorry, a podcast where you explain mimes that don't exist, which I think was supposed to be the memes one. But- so, because we recorded a staggered record and release on staggered amounts i don't know that the audience knows yet that we have received the podcast mimes as a request every week (laughs) yep 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 this one though andrew i think it has something special to it because a (laughs) podcast where you explain mimes that don't exist means that it's you have to guess what i'm describing a mime do secondhand so I go, go um, <laughs> all right, so they've stuck their hands out in front of them, uh, like, okay. both at 90-degree angles, and they're okay. kind of, like, drawing a, a semicircle around them. In with like, both uh, hands? With both hands. They're kind of, like, pushing away. Bo- oh, okay. And so, like, it, it's at it's at that 90-degree angle, and now they've tilted it, and they're going on top of that, pushing back in the other direction. And okay. so... They they've kind of like they've they, it looks like they have some sort of surface in front of them and they're they're move they are moving their hands over it and looking okay, looking okay. very serious and looking up and looking down and looking up and looking down they've stopped they stopped moving they have a they have like they're like a hand on their chin they're pondering one hand okay is doing a few more movements over this blank uh, surface is this, a, is this a pottery wheel no 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 it's much too big for that it's okay. it's, it's they've gone around their whole body um okay they they are now oh. like. They're like leaning back and they're like look like they're calling to somebody maybe and like waving them over, but like mm, okay, and like they've stepped aside to make room for them and they're talking and like pointing at the 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 surface in front of them. Um, they look like the other person looks like they're worried. And, okay. Um, oh, Wait, I think so a there, fire? It, there's an actual other person. No, no, no. There's not. <laughs> Oh, they look well, like the other person looks like they're worried. Yeah, they've mimed out the other person. It okay, looks like the okay. fire has started, and they look worried. Oh, oh, this seems this seems dangerous. Um, what's this mime's name? What's your name? They uh, they said something, but Andrew, I'm not a lip reader. <laughs> ben Roswell says. A podcast to be played on underwater speakers for fish and fish only. <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, so. <laughs> what do you want to say to fish? <laughs> now I need to know, how is fish spelled? Uh, fish the I... animals, not not fish the uh, not fish the, the drug band. band. I haven't I haven't sunk the ship that the uh, the fish the jam <laughs> band was on. They have engineered a podcast to play to them as their life comes to an end. <laughs> what I want to say to fish, I don't I don't think about fish that much. I I they're tasty, so I guess I'd say mm-hmm. hey. Hey, you salmon out there, you're doing a great job. 
Just keep going, buddies. Keep You're making it happen. It's going to be uphill. You're going to get there. Mm-hmm. The tube is good. Get in the tube. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get in that tube. Even if you're not a salmon, get in the tube. They'll do something with you. <laughs> get in the tube. Get in the tube. Hey, everybody. Hey, Fish, my get in the tube. <laughs> get in the fucking tube. Um, what do you want to say to Fish? <laughs> you know, I just want to thank them. Um, they've been here supporting me for so long that I feel like it's time I need to give back. Um, yeah, I get that. I, I like a good fish. I like... I like things swimming around. Fish don't seem to give a shit. Should we should we tell fish about what if what if we just ruined fish's day? What if we told fish, fish a... Yeah, fish don't have any cares in the world. What if we just got online and we're like, hey fish, have y'all heard about QAnon? because uh, it's <laughs> oh, okay. going. So you aren't suggesting that we log on and go, hey, Fish, do you know that we hunt you for fun sport and then eat you? You go, hey, Fish. Fish, I'd like to concern you with the world above ground. (laughs) Fish, I need to tell you, cancel culture is real. Uh, They're out there. What if we just made InfoWars for fish? We're going to radicalize the fish. But not in a good way. We're no, absolutely a- not. Absolutely not. We're going to sell them fish supplements. <laughs> fish oils. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I was last... I have a suggestion from my wife. Last week, we were talking about... uh, I was explaining the wife guy joke to my wife after recording. And she came up with a very good podcast idea. Which is where we rate and diffuse sound effect-based CDs. Uh, So, like, you... You know when you show when you were a kid and you'd go trick-or-treating, you'd roll up to that one person's house who has that CD of, like, ooh... Sounds, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We rank and review those. <laughs> and so, so we, <laughs> we get, hey, every kids, uh, welcome back to uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back to Sound Opinions. Uh, we're here today with um, Spooky Joe's sound effects for a good party. Um, we're going to start this track off with. <laughs> Uh, oh, that one was good. That was a good deepness to that. I like the kind of yeah. bass that, that that laugh brought. It's a good timber. I like the depth that the uh, I like the depth that it really brings the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a strong start. I don't know that like the themes throughout it carry throughout some of the, mm-hmm. the rest of it, especially when it gets into kind of the more the shriekier sections. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's a good energy to start uh, a, a thing off with. Yeah, uh, the album I've brought is uh, Fart Sounds, Over a Thousand Farts, One Hour, um, and here mm. I'll start playing that now, and what I like is just kind of the depth oh. and the breadth and the uh, diversity that they bring mm. to all these different sounds, you know, it's y- it's got a y- very hmm. specific use case here, but like, yeah, if you I'm ever needed it, an... I'm hearing it in my headphones now, yeah, uh, this, is, uh-huh. this is unique. Yeah, ooh, that one, that one right there, mm-hmm. now see, that was my favorite. Hmm. I, I gotta say that was a little too airy for my taste. I like a bit rumblier sound to it. You know, I'm mm. I'm a bass guy through and through. Yeah. Um I like it. I like the rumble of the drums. I like the rumble of the guts. Um 
I just like it to be bumper to bumper to bumper. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news is that we could jump now. If we can go down right here, I see more by the artist Fart Fest to uh, fart sounds over two thousand farts for two hours. Oh, it's this. So this sequel. is this is just see. I hate sophomore albums. I, I I know the old adage. You get you know you have your whole life to record your first album, and then you have a year to record your second. But this just really feels like they sold out. Yeah, this is the same start. thing, just longer and with more production. Yeah, and one time they go, "Oh, this one's brought to you by Pepsi." <laughs> so it does sound like they sold out. I hate it when they sell out. We return once again to the dreaded Jeff Stormer, the bracket <laughs> podcast. We rate which fast food mascots would win in one-on-one combat, victory by pinfall, submission, or knockout. Ooh, okay, okay. Pinfall, so, submission, or knockout. I feel like the... So Colonel Sanders versus Jack in the Box. That's Who's your money Jack- on? How's he killing? Uh, Jack in the Box 100% wins that. Colonel Sanders is an old fucking man, Andrew. That's true. I'm not going to sit here... And listen to anybody try to say that Jack would lose to like a a fucking an an out of shape soldier. He's gonna beat Fine. his ass into the dirt. Let's make this more equitable. Then Fine. Uh, we get Colonel Sanders up against Dave Thomas. Control A, Dave Thomas. Uh, it's the Wendy's guy. That is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. Wait. That that's the guy who made Wendy's. That's not the mascot, is it? So the mascot for Wendy's is Wendy. It's a Frankenstein scenario. You're thinking of you're thinking of Wendy's uh, monster. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Wendy's Dave Thomas's monster. Dave Thomas himself is the actual mascot. Oh, you were saying that? Yes, I thought you were saying that you have Frankenstein together, Wendy and Dave (laughs) Thomas. I feel like that just makes Wendy weaker. Into a chimera of sorts. It's like, t- don't worry, we combined you with your dad. Uh, so you're basically what you were before, but with shitty knees. He's got two normal arms and two little kid arms, but he now walks around like a spider. Uh, <laughs> Colonel Versus Sanders a guy again. with a big old round head. Uh, you think yeah. Colonel Sanders again? He's got military acumen. He's got no. He's, got he's that- going down. He's, oh, he's getting crushed. Down. He's getting crushed by the spider chimera of of Dendy Thomas. <laughs> you think that all of his military training counts for nothing? I think it counts for nothing when you're fighting against something you. De- I've watched enough sci-fi movies to know that when a soldier meets an alien first the first time, they're dead. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho!